0: Welcome to the Liberty Cafe, where oppression is on the menu. Stacey Abrams, the race-baiting progressive gubernatorial candidate in Georgia, says she wants more Georgians with disabilities to be able to live independently. It doesn't take a lot of effort, though, to figure out that what she really wants is a larger more intrusive government that can be used to destroy what's left in America of the Christian perspective on government and family. We're going to be talking about this on this week's episode, episode 101 of the Liberty Cafe. Hi this is Bill Peacock. I'm really blessed to have you here with me today on the Liberty Cafe. It's always a blessing to be a part of your network, of where you get information from, and to be part of the Texas Scorecard Network, to be sponsored by them and all the great things they're doing to fight for liberty here in Texas. So please go over to texasscorecard.com and listen to them. We've got other great podcasts over there, lots of great articles and reporting. It's, it's, It's the place to go if you want to find out really who's oppressing you in government today and the path out of oppression. So go on over there and find out more. So, I recently ran across this article about Stacey Abrams' focus on disability in a news outlet called The 19th, which is an online news site which identifies as an independent nonprofit newsroom reporting on gender, politics, and policy. And I first became aware of The 19th because its CEO and co founder used to be the editor in chief at the Texas Tribune, which is Another uh, online left-wing rag that covers uh, Texas politics from Austin. Now, don't get me wrong, I, I disagree with just about everything that the Texas Tribune and the 19th publish, but i found both to be really good sources for keeping up with the agenda of the pro- progressive left. We have to stay on top of what they're saying to be able to uh, plan where we're going and help address all the, the attacks of the left and progressive culture on Christianity, and just conservatism, I guess. But but I will say that the nineteenth seems to be particularly good, actually much better than the Texas Tribune at uh, doing what it's doing. It it's got some good reporting, and and it's also really good at pushing its. Um, progressive agenda, which is focusing at the 19th, particularly on feminism and homosexuality. So the article about Abrams was written by the 19th Caregiving Reporter. Now, just having a caregiving reporter tells us something about the progressive agenda. With reporting focused on the lack of government-supplied caregiving, uh, we see that caregiving is only seen as compassionate uh, when it is supplied by the government. And this bias shows up clearly in the first paragraph of Abrams' story. Let me read that for you. Martha Hathorn, 22, has Down syndrome and gets help from her mother with everyday tasks like grocery shopping, meal planning, and getting around. The Georgia Institute of Technology student would love to be living independently, But she's been on on a wait list to receive in-home support services from the state of Georgia for six years, with no end in sight. Yeah, so that straight, that short paragraph seems very straightforward, and not much to it really. But we can actually learn an awful lot about the progressive agenda, the the anti-Christian, the anti-God agenda of the progressive left if we approach this short little paragraph from a, both a biblical and a common sense perspective. Well, I guess those are actually the same. So let's do that, and we'll start out from what we might think of as common sense, and then we'll move into the, the, the biblical perspective from there. So, so the problem described here in this article is that uh, because Martha doesn't have these home and community-based services, she can't live independently because she has to depend on her mother so i I looked up some of these services and to find out what they are and they include here's just a paragraph describing it the staff will assist in acquiring retaining and improving skills such as bathing dressing chores walking or moving around and planning or cooking meals we will even help find ways to get you where you need to go and help you get involved with things you like, such as recreational activities, access to food, making your own schedules, and having visitors. Furthermore, it says, staff can assist in acquiring and retaining and, and improving skills, such as socialization, communication, shopping, and other skills you will to help you be successful at home and in the community. You will have access to food and can learn how to cook, transportation is available. So, so do you see the problem here? The, the, the complaint is that Martha can't live independently because she has to get help from her mother with everyday tasks like grocery shopping, meal planning, and getting around. So how is it that the 19th uh, proposes that we move Martha to independence? Well, by giving her help from the government. Somehow, When the government is bathing and dressing her, when the government is cooking Martha's meals, when the government is helping her find recreational activities, and the government is providing transportation from her instead of her mother doing these things, a life of dependence is magically transformed into independent living. Now, this would just boggle the mind if we weren't already used to the language of the left. Such as when they call violent ri- riots mostly peaceful protest, when they call actual mostly peaceful protest insurrections, and then being told that when we're being oppressed by government, that is actually protecting our rights. But of course, th- this is the language uh, of oppression we hear from the government today. Uh, the path to liberty and independence, they tell us is reliance on the government. So now let's look at a second aspect of this. Now, I don't know Martha. I've never met her. But we do know that she is 22 years old and has Down syndrome. This is obviously a hard situation. I don't wish it on anyone. And I'm certainly not an expert on this. Yet, given what I do know about Down syndrome one is is going to have to think that Martha is going to continue to need some kind of help, that, that there's no path to, to the independent living for her in the sense that, that many people are able to experience. It's, it's just going to be different from her. For whatever reason, God brought her into this world without a lot of the capabilities or with the diminished capabilities compared to other people. She's going to need some help. So what that tells us is not only are the people here at the 19th and people who are promoting Medicaid and and, and other kinds of welfare. not only are they lying about what independent living is, that it's independent living if the government is helping you, but they're also lying about the kind of independent living that is a realistic goal for Martha. So let's take all this and then put it in the context from a biblical perspective. As we go on into the article, we see that Martha talks about having to rely on her mother as really painful. Then she goes on to say, I want to be out in the community. We need to change this, her not being able to get these government programs so people with disabilities can have social lives and lives worth living so let's just understand this clearly having to rely on her mother is painful but somehow martha thinks that relying on the government becomes a life worth living we we can see some of the problems with that but we can also see this same kind of perspective unfortunately from Martha's mother because Martha uh, Martha's mother points out that the the main reason that she can't get these home and community based services is because the simple fact that she has two healthy parents and then the 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 19th comes along and tells us that like many family caregivers her mother provides the unpaid Under-supported care necessary for her daughter to thrive. So there's a problem here. It's it's that these people see government as a solution to the problem, and the problem being that Martha has to rely on her family. She has to rely on help from her mother and from her father. The mother provides this unpaid help while the father is out working. So here we see very clearly, even from within Martha's family, the less ongoing efforts to scourge the traditional family. It's as if having Martha's mother helping her is a reminder of how God designed the world to work, with a father and a mother, raising up children in the discipline and instruction of the Lord, And we certainly can't have that. Why? Well, it's pretty simple. Because if if children are dependent on their parents, those children might actually learn to depend on someone other than the government. And if the parents are Christian, they might actually learn to depend on Jesus Christ, calling on him as their Lord, again, instead of the government, which is, of course, anathema to the left. The ultimate goal of the left is to remove God from the public square and from everybody else's lives because of the simple reason they hate God. They are rebelling against him, as we all have. In the fall, we all became in rebellion against God. And by the grace of Jesus Christ, uh, some of us have come back into relation with God, part of his family. But until that happens, uh, the nations are rebelling against him. In fact, in Psalm 2, we see how the nations and the peoples are raging against God. And so what happens is that governments today are trying to become like God, just like Adam and Eve trying to become like God, just like the people of Babel trying to replace God by going to and occupying their place in the heavens. And, and, and they will do anything to distort the every good thing that God has given us, like families, just to make this happen. So let's think a minute about the, the biblical design for how God made the world to work, particularly when it comes to government. So to help us depend on him, God gave us self-governance or self-control. So as we are able to govern ourselves and listen to what God tells us to in the Bible and obey him, we exhibit dependence on God. But he just didn't leave it to ourselves. He gave gave us three forms of external government to help us depend on him, to turn to him, to call on him as Lord and Savior. And those three external forms of government are family government, church government, and civil government. And each one of those operates in a different sphere, helping us turn toward God and relying on him. So in this case, we have the two ones in focus here are family government and church government. The family government in God's organization of the world in our lives is the primary caregiver. So if we had a caregiving reporter who was really doing her job, she would be writing on how the family should be caring for for each other and be writing an article here in this case, in Martha's case, rejoicing in how Martha's mother and father are helping take care of her without help from the government. But of course, that's not what we see going on here. But we might think of this family, the family government, as the Department of Health, Education, and Welfare. Of course, we don't see that today. Those things have been taken over by the government largely in in many many situations. But God also designed the role of the government not to be the health Department of Health, Education and Welfare, but the Department of, I don't know, uh, justice, I think is a good way to describe it, and we can use the words of the Declaration of Independence to help describe this too. It's that government is instituted among men to secure our God-given inalienable rights of life, liberty, and property. So the government's here to protect us by securing our rights so that we might live and walk in liberty, the liberty to worship and, and praise God. But what's going on here? uh with martha and her mother and the 19th and medicaid's home and community-based services is that they are all attempting to have the government civil government taken over the role of the family and the family government and ultimately of course the goal here even if they don't know it or don't proclaim it out loud is to have the government take over the role of God with all caregiving coming from the government. Because where all caregiving comes from, all authority resides as well. So what is right or wrong? Well, we can just ask the government. What rights do we have? Well, just ask the government. Is requiring a photo ID to vote about voter integrity or voter suppression? Just ask the government. Can a boy become a girl? Just ask the government. We don't have to look to see and ask God these things. We don't have to look to see his plan for creation. We don't have to look and see how he created us, male and female he created us. We can just ask the government. I'm sure you get the picture here. Unfortunately, though, millions of Christians across our country today still don't get this. They see things that require dependence on government, like public schools, welfare, economic development programs, and and other efforts to assume roles that God gave to families and churches is good. Well, there is a way out of this, though. Uh, We must worship God weekly in our churches, uh, the way he tells us to worship him in Scripture, and then we must also pray to him that he would open our eyes to the goodness of depending on him and the goodness of his design for how the world should work and then finally we we must bring to the to the world to the nations the whole council of the word of god so that as we debate these things in public we will have his word and his knowledge and his wisdom on opening the eyes of ourselves and for everybody else in the world on the, the necessity of depending on God and submitting to his design for the various roles in, of family, church, and civil government. Well, thanks for joining me today on the Liberty Cafe. As it always is, a blessing to have you here with me. And thanks also to our sponsor, Texas Scorecard. Thank you for listening to the Liberty Cafe with Bill Peacock. This show is produced by Texas Scorecard. You can learn more about this show and find other shows at texasscorecard.com. Be sure you subscribe and rate the show on whatever platform you listen on. See you next time.